Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. It is as sport to a fool to do mischief, but a man of understanding hath wisdom. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 23. The Bible says that because the rewards of iniquity are not paid quickly, it is in the heart of man to do wrong. But nevertheless, you can rest assured that their reward will come, a wage well earned and paid in full when they least expect it. Know this, my friend, that all wickedness will be judged in the end, all selfishness avenged, and all pridefulness humbled before the great and mighty day of the Lord. Yet likewise will all righteousness be rewarded, for God is both just and faithful, severe and good. Therefore, it is only a fool who loves mischief. For the fool craves mischief, according to scripture, like a sport or a hobby. Their evil heart finds pleasure and purpose in manipulation, meddling, gossip, and slander, because that their trust is in themselves. Therefore do they feel a sense of false accomplishment in the illusion of control that comes from their faithless interjections into situations and lives. However, the wise know that the Creator is in control of all of creation, and they humbly accept their place in it, not leaning on their own understanding and trying to force their will. They seek in wisdom to gain understanding from the one who is in control, that through understanding his will in a situation, they might be made all the wiser. In other words, they trust God. Because you see, this is the reality, that a life of true faith is a life without manipulation. When you meddle, manipulate, speak guile, foolishness, or malice, stir up strife or contention, force your emotion, will, or wants on others, and feel some sense of pleasure, accomplishment, or relief from that, then you are showing that your faith is rooted firmly and solely in yourself, your will, your understanding, and your wants. However, taking for an example Joseph from Scripture, who was hated, hurt, rejected, and sold by his own brothers into slavery, lied about, abused, imprisoned, and forgotten for a time, yet he placed his faith in God, who he knew was in control and had a reason for this season so that in the end he could say to those around him who had so seemingly wronged him that he knew it was all actually by the hand of God himself positioning and training him to do greater things than he could have ever done on his own. His faith was in the Lord alone, and that trust was rewarded all because that he sought understanding from God and therefore did not manipulate his way out of God's perfect plan, nor murmur against it, but served patiently and faithfully through it. 
Therefore, let us all endeavor to do the same, remembering that God's ways are not our ways, but God's ways are always perfect, and ours are not. So trust his way, no matter what it looks or feels like in the moment. He has a reason. He is getting you somewhere to do something, and if you don't abandon his plan for your own, then you will see the glory and wisdom of it all in the end. Trust and pray and wait and praise and thank him in faith and in the waiting, and you will be among the few who get to see what God can truly do that you yourself never could. Genesis chapter 50, verse 16, we read this at the end of Joseph's story. It says, And they sent a messenger unto Joseph, saying, Thy father did command before he died, saying, So shall ye say unto Joseph, Forgive, I pray thee now, the trespasses of thy brethren, who have sold you into slavery, and all their sins. For they did do unto thee evil. But now we pray thee, Forgive the trespasses of the servants of God, and of thy father. And Joseph wept when they spake this unto him. And his brothers also went and fell down before his face. And they said, Behold, we be thy servants. And Joseph said unto them, Fear not, for am I in the place of God? But as for you, you thought evil against me. But God meant it all unto good, to bring to pass, as it is this day, to save much people alive. Now therefore, fear ye not, for I will nourish you and your little ones. And he comforted them and spake kindly unto them. Genesis chapter 50, verse 16 through 21. And in the book of Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5, we hear this great wisdom from the very heart of God that says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding, but rather in all of your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. But don't be wise in your own eyes. Learn to fear the Lord and depart from evil. Because, my friend, take this to heart, as it says in Psalms chapter 37, verse 23, that the steps of a good man, they are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. Though he may fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholds him with his own hand. So today, God, we thank you for the beauty of your plan. Even when men rise against us, you take what the enemy means for harm and use it for the good to prosper us and to save others around us, to give a witness and a testimony and a message and a miracle in a time of trouble and distress, Lord. You come through through the hurt, through the difficulties of your faithful ones, those who have not taken matters into their own hands and acted in their emotions, those who have not given up on trusting you through the hard seasons, those who have not become offended with those that the enemy used against them or with you for not doing what they thought was best or in their timing, but those who humbled themselves before you and chose to follow your leading, no matter where it took them, and keep forgiving and helping those that hurt them. Lord, give us strength today to lay down our own plans and ambitions, 
our own wants and intentions, our agendas and desire for attention and acceptance. Help us to pick up our cross daily and follow after Jesus. Because your ways are not our ways. Your thoughts are so much higher than our thoughts. We cannot even begin to search the depths of your understanding. But we by faith have to trust you. Because that everything you've done has shown us. That you are faithful to finish what you started. And you are a good father and a good shepherd. To those who walk in your righteousness. Not in our own. Not in what we think is right. But in yours. What you say is right. Lord, strengthen us today against the temptation to manipulate. Lord, we cast down any spirit of fear, for you have not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of a sound mind, whereby we cry, Abba, Father, reminding ourselves today that we are the children of God and that you will take care of us and that you truly do love us and you have a plan for us. And even if, like Joseph, it might take us through a season of hardship, and brokenness. It's only to get us to a palace on the other side of it and a promise and a position where we might be able to truly help others, including those who hurt us. Let us lay aside every root of bitterness today. Lord, we choose to forgive those who through envy or the leading of the enemy rose up against us. Let us have the wisdom of the Holy Spirit to say God had a purpose in allowing it. Cultivate in us, Lord, fruits of sweetness. Where past seasons may have caused some hardness, Lord, we give it to you today. We lay it on the altar. Cut it away, prune it. Produce new tender shoots in us of kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, long-suffering patience, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Help us to be more like you, Jesus. And like the faithful men and women of the scriptures that we read about in their moments of triumph. When they succeeded in walking in obedience to the teachings of God. Help us to trust your word enough to not try to rewrite it or explain it away or justify doing things our own way. We don't take the pen out of the hand of God. You are the creator and we are not. You are wisdom and you are love. Let us choose today to have faith enough in that, to lay down our strivings, our lust, our desires, our agendas, our plots, and our plans, and come humbly before you, saying, Lord God, our life is in your hands. Let your will be done. You will finish what you started unto perfection. All we can do is mess it up. Forgive us for our shortcomings, our failures, and our rebellions. We surrender all to you, Jesus. We trust your plan, your way, and your timing. Let us be willing today to pray even as Jesus did himself as our example in the Garden of Gethsemane. Lord, not my will, but thy will be done. We trust you and worship you in the beauty of your holiness because when your plan comes to fruition it is grand beyond our imagining you see my friend the devil has a way of making things seem pleasant and easy and rewarding in the moment but yet the end of it 
is always death and destruction and brokenness. In fact, the word of God says that sin seemed pleasurable, but for a season, but the end of it is death. The enemy has a way of keeping you focused on the here and now, but telling you not to worry about eternity. Well, God is just the opposite. God will tell you that right now things might not be too easy. You might have to face some trial and tribulation and a Gethsemane. But on the other side of it, there's going to be glory. Trust me. Trust my plan. I know what I'm doing. God takes your hand and says, don't worry about the right now. Focus on forever. Focus on the rewards. Because it might seem difficult in this season. But in the end, it will be blessing and reward and life eternal for those who put their trust in the Lord. God's plans rarely ever make sense to the logic of mortal men. So grand is the scope of it that we cannot comprehend. In fact, I dare say that if you can understand it in its completeness, then it is not God's plan. It is your own. Go back to your knees until you get the one that makes no sense and start believing for the greater things that are coming that can only be done by his hand. Because man would say that Moses should just become Pharaoh and then he can set all the slaves free. But God says, no, walk away from glitz and the glam and the stages and the finances and go stand between an army and a sea. Because God wants all the glory. Had Moses become the Pharaoh of Egypt, then Moses would have been worshipped as a god. And nothing would have changed in the hearts of the people. But because Moses was willing to lead them away from all of the things of Egypt, God was able to show them what a mighty God he is and get himself some glory doing it. So again, my friend, I implore you in this, trust God's plan. Because the more impossible it is, the more glorious and miraculous the fulfilling of it. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.